4: You ever think about the white version of yourself you're like i'm successful but if i was white i'd be over the moon i'm like if i was white i'd be fucking jj abrams (laughs) like (laughs) like people like you're successful you're doing great i'm like do you know the insurmountable seeming odds i had to be here man i'm fucking i'm madonna nigga what are you talking about
5: right you know you know i want to imagine cloverfield monsters too but uh black got in the way
4: yeah man fuck
5: <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> fuck.
6: The government growing babies. Microchips in your hands. All koala bears are racist. The awesome
3: player who holds the money. Farts and vended turkey stuff. Y'all can't tell me
5: Yeah, welcome, ladies. Gentlemen, to another spectacular episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the world of black conspiracy theories and we prove that Terry Crews killed Michael Clark Duncan so that he could take over the big buff black man position in Hollywood. Michael Clark Duncan had it all. He was the only buff black man we needed. And then suddenly his heart exploded in a tragic heart explosion accident i don't know how he died (laughs) and then we got stuck with terry's goofy ass and i know that this was all just a big sinister plan that terry cooked up to get rid of michael clark duncan he was sitting there building up his titty meat and planning against michael clark duncan and now we're stuck with this motherfucker who is comfortable going on america's got talent and shucking and jiving for simon cowell of all people I'm your host, Langston Kerman. I'm accusing Terry Crews of many things, and uh, I'm excited to be here. We have a hell of an episode ahead of you. My guest today has been walking around more than most guests I think I've ever been on a podcast with. He (laughs) journeyed into his kitchen. He's now making his way back to a, a quiet area in his home. I'm so excited he's here. He's a dear friend. He's a hilarious comedian. You know him from his work on Comedy Central. You know him from writing on Mrs. Maisel. You know him from writing on fucking Atlanta. He's so funny, so great. Give it up for my friend, Mr. Jordan Temple, everybody. Jordan Temple.
4: How you living, my guy?
5: Hey, I'm I'm blessed. Highly favored. How you?
4: (laughs) Same, man. They ain't get me yet. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe the next day. But Maybe in this the exact moment, day. they uh-huh. they ain't get me. Whose day? Man, a non-gender conforming police officer.
5: Sure. <laughs> Gender's not the factor here. Yeah. It's the police. Yes. It's, that, that's the issue at <laughs> yes. hand.
4: Yes. Make sure you get them pronouns right before they shoot you, you know what I'm saying?
5: Right. You don't want to disrespect. Right. You you gotta keep it tight. Exactly. I love that. Well, I'm excited today because you came to me with, I would say, a conspiracy theory that remains sort of a constant argument, a constant issue in the black community at almost all times. But you said, and I want to get this right, my mama told me black people have an extra leg tendon to help them run faster and jump higher.
4: Yes. Tell me more. Dig Um, in. Let's do it. Well, you know, you know me. My life is in shambles. Um, Sure. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) stop bragging and get to the conversation. (laughs) I mean, not generally, not right now. But you know, the success is is complete opposite of what my life has been up to before this Mm point. So, you know, when I was in my first community college. I went to two (laughs) when I was in my first community college. When
5: I was on my first tour of (laughs) uh, Community Collegiates. Yes,
4: Community (laughs) Collegiates. I was on a um, community college baseball team, third division, great times. And uh, the Onondaga Lasers, Mm. L-A-Z-E-R-S. Hell yeah. After our practice, we were having in the gym because, you know, it was too cold for us to play baseball upstate. (laughs) Upstate New Yorker Nana Donna in Syracuse.
5: And like we we an indoor baseball team now. We we just play like this.
4: Yeah, we just need a humidor, man. We start hitting good.
5: Put your squeaky shoes on. We can't go outside today, fellas.
4: Yeah, not today. We a we a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, man, I was um I was mostly riding the bench, but I was, it felt like a fitness class generally because I was so bad. Mm-hmm. But one day my boy, we were riding up back to the little dorms and we were sitting in his car smoking a cigarette. And he was like, I got something to ask you, man. You're my friend, right? And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm your friend, Jeremy, whatever. And he was yeah. like, uh, so huge red flag. And he's like, he's like, do black people have an extra tendon, an extra leg tendon? <laughs> And I was like, what would bring you to ask you that? You know, because they're just faster, better, everything. I'm like, we are in the same <laughs> Division <III> three <Right. laughs>
5: community college baseball team, sir. Whatever extra tendon you think black people have, I ain't get it. I'm here with don't. you. Yeah. yeah That's wild.
4: The craziest shit. I've always heard that generally, you know, people like Does it come from slavery? Does it come from this? Does it come from that? Right. It was always confusing to me because it's like the reality didn't match the stereotype. Like some, you could have an example or something, but I don't know. Well,
5: I I love that he asked you this because it's such a a ridiculous. I don't know what tendons I have in my legs right now, period. I don't think most people do. And I don't presume that if I ask some dude in a community college that he's going to be able to break down the tendons in his legs. Mm -hmm. So it's just a wild thing to ask somebody like, hey, do you got something different than what's in my leg meat that neither one of us can see?
4: Right. The only tendons I know about are in pork. Tender mm-hmm. tenderloins, right? I, I assume that's a tendon. That's a that's a pig tendon.
5: Sure, Maybe. I don't actually think it is, but it's... I love. I don't know what it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what a tendon is. I think it's the connector between muscles. If yeah. I'm understanding correctly, I and I don't think that we eat that shit. I don't think that's what pork tenderloin is.
4: Well, I guess I guess that's how you know I went to community college. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a damn fool.
5: That's how you know. That's how you know I'm shining cuz I don't know what the tenderloin is mm-hmm. but I eat it. Mm-hmm. I got money to eat it.
4: I came here to lead not to read.
5: <laughs> so so he he says this to you. He questions you about mm-hmm. this possible mm-hmm. secret tendon in your leg. And your first response is what? What do you say to him to handle this situation?
4: I'm a curious person so a nigga just started probing. I was just like, mm-hmm. you know, why do you think I have an extra leg tendon? I mean, no, I asked him, asked him if he thought I had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, you're saying black people. Do you mean me? Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes white people do the okie doke where they're asking something generally that's a stereotype right. about black people, but they don't ever get around to asking you. As if being their friend makes you not black.
5: Right, that you're somehow exception to the rule. Right. That they're also still positioning you as the answer to the thing that they want to know.
4: Right. It's like they're doing, I'm not black, I'm OJ, but for you.
5: Right. I'm like,
4: you're not Jordan. You're not black. You're Jordan. You, you're Jordan. <laughs> you third base, baby. Third. Come on now. You're not black. you third base. you sometimes left field. You're sometimes <laughs> a pinch runner. Sometimes you're the bat boy. As a matter of fact go, go, I, I, go get me a bag
5: with your black ass with your black but not, ass but not because you black you Jordan
4: yeah you're right because your ass is black
5: <laughs> right and so you become curious you say do you mean me does he then say like yeah you you Jordan or is he more like no it's more in general I I, I'm just curious about the overall status of black people.
4: Yeah, he was. He was like, I just want to know because I see some black people who I'm like, they definitely must, and I'm like, wow. I'm like who? And he's like, uh, Baron Davis. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, Baron Davis, he's not like a big dunker. He's like, no, but he's like a smaller guy and he can, he's dunked on big guys. I'm more, yeah. He, dunks, more, he was a dunker. He was a dunker. And he's like, he's like Allen Iverson, but he's dunked on people. Like I see dunks yeah. and stuff. He was like, I don't even want to say I'm not racist because there, I feel like a lot of people are like, I'm not racist. And it's like, it's not that I'm not racist. It's just i just want to ask questions i'm like
5: he's like no 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 listen my guy i am racist but also right. i got questions
4: don't get me they wrong get... <laughs> i'll I say the hard r but i say it with curiosity
5: <laughs> there's a question mark at the end of that er and I, two, I need to know
4: at two nigger, nigger? <laughs> nigger. <laughs>
5: oh that's so fun I love that he already had a list prepared I love that he knew exactly who he thought was a criminal of this supposed secret tendon he had he knew Allen Iverson, Baron Davis all these people who I can't explain why they physically are able to do the things that they do they clearly must have an advantage that that he didn't
4: have it was never anybody though not sports related who maybe would do something like, you can't have like a tent extra tendon for your mind. You can't be like, right. wow, this nigga, Baron Davis, or or rather Colin Powell, when he delivered that speech about mm-hmm. drone strikes, it's like, <laughs> he had an extra leg, he had an extra brain <laughs> tendon when he was deflecting all of those drone strikes. When Obama was talking about how the, he would bomb the Jonas Brothers. you know he was so agile with his mind right Uh, there's
5: never it's not like uh the black mind the synapses fire at a different rate than the white mind it's always like no you guys are big old idiots we don't think you're smart at all but your legs they must have a secret weapon in them because of how fast and strong you are
4: that's the real problem we need to change the stereotype from leg tendons to brain tendons you know sure. what I'm saying when we, <laughs> we do extra you know, this nigga must have an extra synapse or you know
5: <laughs> no we have to keep it at tendon yeah. so that it fucks them up and they're like wait brains don't have tendons yeah. are, they, are these
4: niggas actually dumb I
5: don't know I thought that was just a thing we made up to be malicious and hurt them
4: Well, dumb is the new smart so it's just like the dumber you can go the more mm-hmm. smart niggas would think you are so it's okay, like just, I
5: don't know if I understand this. Tell me more.
4: Mm, Seem like you the one that's lost, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> seemed like mama didn't tell you shit. <laughs> uh,
5: so you're talking to this kid, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says what he says, he wants to know, he goes down his list. Do you then feel angry at this? Are you offended by this question? Where are your feelings at this point in relation to this questioning?
4: Well, I mean, I was already like the Jackie Robinson on the team, but <laughs> but like didn't break any color barriers, wasn't good, sure. didn't experience any racism. And, you know, I was like Jackie Robinson if, if he was just there on, because of the race card. Like sure. that's the only time. <laughs> like that was the one time that you had to actually really, really be good. But people wouldn't be like, you just there because you're black. It's right. like they were mad at you because you were black. And then mm-hmm. you had to be twice as good. Right. I do
5: think that it's such an absurd question that it almost feels silly to get angry at it, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. There are There are some questions where it's like that clearly is coming from. A grounded, hateful place that, like, I feel like I anger is the right response because I need to be able to show you how offensive this is. And that one feels almost cartoonish. Yeah, it's like, all right, bro, yeah, and we got you know a little like extra netting under our arms to help us fly once we in the air. Right, like we could just make shit up if that's what you want to do. But what are we talking about?
4: Right, we ain't saying nothing.
5: yeah, I've, I've had so many white kids in, in my varied suburban experience like try to, you know, very passively make that suggestion that like, well, you're built different than everybody else. It's like, my dad is white. I could have got your shitty tendons. Like, what are you talking right, about? Right. How do you know that I specifically ended up with the tendon that you're claiming exists in? Me?
4: Shit tendons and that Hank Hill butt. <laughs> need to need to <laughs> need to wear uh orthopedic ass. Uh, like, Look, just I'm that. just like you. Pull your pants down. Just like I'm just like you.
5: <laughs> so you sort of come to this conclusion that this is absurd, but you're not going to get angry at this kid. Uh, you then, I guess, go on to continue to ride the bench on this team. Yeah, uh, man, does it. this ever come back up again? Does he ever revisit the conversation?
4: No, it's not revisited, but I think that we had weird interactions after that. Like the one time I did have a play that could potentially challenge that theory was I was like running in the outfield. And the one time I made a play on the ball, like I made a bad path to the fly ball and I auto corrected it. And I had like gotten much faster and was working out in the gym a lot. And I actually caught the ball like on a diving, like head first, reaching yeah, yeah, for the yeah. ball, like catch. And afterwards, like he was so happy for me, but he was like holding it in. Like almost right. as if he was like keeping a secret, <laughs> right? <laughs> like
2: he knew your
5: superpower, yeah. but he was gonna be cool and not tell nobody yeah. that he already knew. He knows that. All right, yeah. good for you. But I know about your secret tendon. I yeah. ain't gonna tell nobody. Because
4: my coach was picking up me. He was like, "Man, you made a bad path." But like clearly, the gym is like working out, and he was yeah. he was happy for me, like saying like you worked hard. But my friend was right. looking at me like. Man, we know what was working.
5: <laughs> black Jesus worked hard on you. Yeah, that wasn't exactly. that wasn't you. That was the Lord that gave you that gift.
4: Look at God with <laughs> and God also has an extra leg tendon because we're made in His image. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs>
6: God there is a is.
4: God is a black woman with an extra <laughs> leg tendon. God
5: <laughs> is a black woman who can jump real real high for really? some reason. Mm-hmm. I love that. So this continues forward. Had you heard that before this kid said it to you? Was there a point in your life where where you've heard it either before or since then where like you've had to readdress this conversation?
4: Uh I never really heard of it before that, but I was watching like Jackie Jerner, Kersey and Marion Jones or whatever, and I would be like, There's something extra about them.
0: It ended up okay.
4: being it ended up being steroids. But <laughs> you know that was the you know I I also have like you know no matter how like conscious or woke or like black people are they don't they never realize how much subconscious like not even self hate but like bias they have like mm-hmm. against their own selves is like they need to undo the white man living in their brain or in your case living in a house. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't some conscious. He was whispering in under the door.
5: <laughs> While I sleep. He'd just come by the door and be like, the white man's the leader. He the
2: best. Listen to the white man.
5: And he was talking about himself specifically, but yeah. it applied. It went for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I think it, it's just so fascinating to me because so many of the arguments that I heard came when I was a kid. Like it came from like young people who were sort of speculating about the athletics of black people. But then we get older and like we're on a fucking podcast. We tell jokes, like whatever this secret weapon that either of us may or may not have had it didn't go to good use. You know no, what I mean? No. Like, there's no way you're gonna convince me Bruce Bruce has an extra tendon in his <laughs> leg?
4: I would argue Bruce Bruce is the only nigga who does have an extra leg tendon. Okay, I'm yeah. listening.
5: Tell yeah. me more. Yeah, I mean...
4: <laughs> have you seen the move?
5: <laughs> I'll say this. The man can carry a big suit in a way that it almost seems humanly impossible. Yeah. And He puts all that silk on his shoulders and and somehow manages to make it look seamless, look just smooth across the stage.
4: It's It's not it's not affecting any athletic ability. Sure. He can get on stage and just kind of like riff and do anything. And like people will laugh. And it's like part of just witnessing a man as large as he standing up there with energy. And poise. Uh-huh. And that's the only kind of energy and poise you can have if there's an extra piece of meat <laughs> connected to that's your hip hip bone.
5: The leg tendon just made him more graceful and poised on stage. It I didn't think affect so. his jumping at all.
4: Especially if you're large, you know. It's like you have to have a kind of gravitas. You know, mm-hmm. and it's some people are like describe it as Jonas quoi. and it's like
6: yeah. <laughs>
4: fuck all the French shit. The Jonas quoi is the leg tendon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Jonas quoi. and it's like there's just something about him I can't put my finger on. It's a it's leg tendon. Goddamn tendon. It's the a tendon, tendon in his leg. Goddamn leg. And he don't need to jump high. He just he's nope. smooth and wears he- silk silk robes and all kinds jump high
5: for what he's got all this charisma flowing through him he ain't got to jump
4: that's charisma i love it yeah
5: man all right well we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more jordan temple and more my mama told me
3: At purdueglobal.edu
2: at and t connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show The meat is meat with this
5: shit, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, we're back here with more Jordan Temple and more of my mama told me. We're still talking about that mysterious leg tendon that these black people supposedly have hiding in their calf muscles, making them jump high up in the sky. Have you ever been able to jump super high? Are you are you a, a very fast or very good jumper?
4: I might be a good jumper. I'm and I'm like gracefully underrated that's how i describe myself okay because uh <laughs> because there's a lot of things i'll do and i'll surprise myself and then people will be like "How hey, are you good at so-and-so and i'll be like i'm fine and then i yeah. do it and they'll be like this nigga is amazing
5: i got you that sounds like uh self-esteem you know what I yeah. mean that like one of those things where it's the difference between professional athletes and people that end up uh, I guess hosting podcasts Is that like, <laughs> you have to have enough faith in yourself to believe that when you jump it means something for the world as opposed to when I jump I'm like ah, oh, that was embarrassing I'm never gonna do it again I yeah. give up
4: yeah I go between having a lot of confidence and no confidence but also it's like if people ask me if I could jump and they'll be mm-hmm. like, one example, I would never jump because it's not, I would never jump for nobody. Right. Maybe it's that. It's like, I'm also not trying to compare it to nobody's shit. I'm like, yo, sure. can you jump? Let me see. I'm like, fuck out of
5: here. <laughs> right. You're too much of a contrarian to yeah. sort of Like to participate in a group sport where they ask you to line up and be like the dude in front of you.
4: Yeah, that's some, that's some sucker shit. I
5: get that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's
4: so That's
5: how they get you. That's how they get you. I got you. I see what you're doing. All right. Let's get into some of this research because I took my time to really try to figure out if there's any legitimacy to this black people tendon conversation. And one of the things that makes this whole conversation so problematic or difficult to research is that in unpacking things, I discovered that a fair amount of reputable peer reviewed sites at some point in history had different thoughts on this issue than they probably would today Mm. you know what i mean so there's all these articles that come out in 1988 that are like yeah black people's legs are different than than white people's legs and then that same source would now say like Ah no, there's absolutely no difference between black people's legs and white people's legs. So it's one of those things where I think, depending on when you decided to research it, you get completely different information, if that makes sense.
4: Right. And then you find out that they're also burying things even further, like something, a peer review thing like Yale would try to be woke now about some stupid shit like that. Meanwhile, they had slave quarters they're like, no, yes. we don't, we don't yes. think any of this about black people. But it's like, not only did y'all have slave quarters, but y'all like predominantly white institution that's like benefited from slavery itself. Right. You know? Yes.
5: It's exactly that. I think that there's so much of the way that we frame history that is just rewriting the bad shit we already did. And so yeah. it's like, I get it that you personally were not a participant in this thing, but you don't get to just skip over the fact that, like, your institution fully supported a bad idea no more than 30 years ago.
4: Exactly. Very recent. Yeah. Yale had slaves. Shout out to Catherine Cohen. <laughs> Shout out, Catherine Cohen. <laughs> Yale had slaves. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it
5: here first. I don't don't know if that's true. It sounds right to me. So I support it. All right. Here's what I found. There's very little evidence as I think we both know that the Negro has some sort of secret tendon. However, there is a lot of evidence throughout history of white people trying to figure out the physical differences between black and white people as a way of identifying their own advantages and disadvantages, right? So uh, I'll start us off with one of the beginnings of a lot of these things. In 1787, this British doctor, Benjamin Mosley, claimed that he could basically, through the study of white people, figure out one of the major differences, or the two major differences between black and white people, was that black people, number one, had a wider threshold for pain like we could deal with pain better than white people could and then number two we had weak lungs compared to white people and those weak lungs could only be fixed through forced labor that by being forced to do physical work we were always going to have like a weaker capacity for breathing than our white counterparts
4: oh my god that is insane
5: yeah wow Wow. So he he writes this article or or basically like does this study. And one of the things that he does in this study and he, he writes about it, he says, uh, and this is him talking about like the surgical operations he was doing on black people, obviously against their will. But he would say, right. what would be the cause of the insupportable pain to a white man? A Negro would almost disregard. I have amputated the legs of many Negroes who have held the upper part of the limbs themselves that basically while he's cutting off b- black people's legs, the black man is able to hold his own thigh and not scream out because we just don't feel pain the way that
4: white people do. Oh my God. Kill me. They're probably right. like, <laughs> they're just like, hey, right here, doc. There ain't nothing. That's the, weird, that's the weirdest thing because it's like a lot of slaves ran away. They try to act like we ain't like to do that. It's like you can't have a weak lung capacity if you do we talk people don't think and see Africans and African Americans as the same, but they be rooting on like Kenyans and shit when they're jogging. And it's like, we got the same lungs as Kenyans. We yep. just don't have the same air. They got like yeah. thin air. We got polluted <laughs> shitty air. And they're just like, I guess they got bad lungs. We got the same lungs as those niggas. Or they're in
5: circumstances that require them to run more often or they're not hit with distractions that allow for them to constantly be doing other things. They get to focus on the sport more effectively. There's a lot of explanations as to why we might run differently, but it certainly is not that we don't feel pain and our lungs need to be trained through forced labor.
4: Definitely not. We got slave lungs. We got good lungs.
5: So I'm glad you're bringing up the idea of slaves running away because in 1851, this physician and again, all of these are doctors. All of these are highly respected people in their fields. Right. Mm. This physician, Samuel Cartwright, who was like very famous dude, releases this study that, among other things, claims that black people have a disease of the mind called draptomia drapetomania that's what it is drapetomania which caused them to run away from their enslavers insisting that enslaved people contracted this ailment when their enslavers treated them as equals and the only way to get rid of it is whipping the devil out of them hmm. wow this is a medical doctor in 1851 saying that slaves have a sickness that forces them to run away and the only way to fix it is to beat them until the devil leaves their bodies. Damn,
4: Drape Drapetomania? W- Drapetomania. Oh, at first I thought you meant draco mania. That's when uh. niggas got a bunch of <laughs> got a bunch of dracos while listening to dracos. Yeah, listen to amigos.
5: <laughs> now, listen, I wish those slaves had dracos back then. This would have been a different conversation. It'd
4: be a man, yeah, Toussaint, but in America.
5: so this is where it gets even more complicated. Right. Is that Cartwright amongst, you know, all the crazy things he said about sort of like this mental disease was also one of the first physicians in order to prove that whole lung capacity thing to use something called a spirometer as a way of measuring respiratory illnesses. Right. And in that measure of respiratory illnesses, he basically decided that black people have 20% less capacity than white people when it comes to breathing. Now, in current society, we still use his spirometer as a measure of like the way that we measure lung capacity. And even more so, there's still functions in the software that function for race correction. Meaning that, like, there's a part of the algorithm that if you encounter a black person, corrects itself, presuming that our lung capacity is somehow less than our white counterparts today.
4: What I really changes the meaning of black lung. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got them black lungs. It's a black coal miner. He got a black lung. To you got a black double lung.
5: black lungs.
4: You he, gonna die
5: <laughs> soon, man. You can't breathe.
4: Your lungs living in double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest thing about that is what technology is like. You scan it, and it's like, beep, beep, "Nigger, yeah, <laughs> like, what's right. Just like <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right? This,
5: this technology is basically being like, ah, "Don't let him sit down. Make him go through the back door." It's like. It's all problematic to think to your point earlier that like we pretend as if we made this progress when in fact the literal utensils and logic of people we've deemed crazy and irresponsible are still being treated regular today. So there's this book that gets published in 1855 by this dude, John Brown, who was a former slave. It's called A Slave Life in Georgia, a narrative of the life sufferings and escape of John Brown, a fugitive slave now in England, where it chronicles his journey. John Brown, as he basically is being experimented on by this Dr. Thomas Hamilton. And one of the things that Dr. Thomas Hamilton believes is that black people's skin is thicker than white people's skin. Right? That it's literally like we got more layers of skin than they do, which is part of the argument for us not feeling pain the same way that they do. But. One of the things he does to John Brown is over a nine month period, he like brings John Brown in every day and and intentionally blisters his skin over and over again to see if every time he blisters it, he can keep it from going down to the white meat. Like he just wants to prove that each blister only stays at at black meat all the way down.
4: Mm. He wants to see where black people are white.
5: Well, he wants to see how far that meat goes down. You black, but how black are you? Does it keep going or is this just stopping
4: at the surface? Mm, That's what all these hoes say. They (laughs) want to see how far that meat goes down. (laughs) Dr. Hamilton, hoe. Yeah. How black are you? How far does that meat go down? You're going to find find out, stupid.
5: We got to make that the name of the episode. How far does that meat go down? (laughs) (laughs) i love that That that's a perfect name (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting a note from hans in 2016 40 of first and second year medical students endorse the belief that black people's skin is thicker than white people's so he's already jumping ahead to uh the larger point here that i think what we're seeing is a bunch of evidence that the things that were treated as normal in the 1800s, 1700s in relation to what is obviously like a huge racial bias is still being treated normally today. Right. That like we didn't somehow get better in any of this shit.
4: Right. And it was justification for all the experiments that we were talking about earlier, which included the Tuskegee experiments and for giving black men syphilis. And all of this stuff, and you know, yes, much exactly. different, much different from today. Exactly. Black, Even black like men this. get syphilis themselves,
5: right? well we earn it on our own. If I'm getting I mean, syphilis, I want to earn it. I don't yeah. want it to be given to me by some evil white doctor. Let me go out and get syphilis from a kind, dirty woman the way I deserve.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna get syphilis from a goofy white woman who, right after she asked me, How far does that meat go? <laughs> I think that's right. People mad at that statement, but it's like, how far did black people go for a black man to say he got syphilis from a white woman? Come on. This is progress, <laughs> you goofy bitch. Niggas, niggas love Kamala Harris, but they don't like a black man getting syphilis from a white man. And that's the problem in this goddamn country. If I should say so myself, you know what sure. I'm saying?
5: And it's, I think you should. I think everybody needs to hear your thoughts on syphilis and equality. Absolutely. Uh, it certainly is is pushing us closer to our dream.
4: Yeah, less people should vote, more black men should get syphilis from white women. That's the only way this country's <laughs> gonna see a change.
5: See the real correction in yeah.
4: We gotta just keep passing interracial syphilis. That's the only way. <laughs> that should be the name that should be in parentheses how far does this meat go parentheses interracial syphilis
5: nope you're not going to turn this into some psychotic wow. mind dream nope this is good a, we're going to keep it as something very clear man, and very simple
4: of, a, of a interracial pairing wow the self-hate is clearly coming through. hey listen <laughs> i've got work it.
5: i've got work to do just like the rest of us So I think I'll bring up one more example of exactly what I mean. But so this dude, J. Marion Sims, who is basically considered like the father of modern gynecology. Right. Hmm. He writes basically about this study he did from 1845 to 1849, where Hmm. he would cut the genitals of black women over and over again in an effort to perfect this surgical technique to repair something called vesicovaginal fistula. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how to say these words. But the whole point is, is that over and over again, he basically took these slaves and cut their vaginas, trying to cure an issue with Mm -mm. women's bladders and their vaginas.
4: No, no, sir. Cut it out. Exactly. But
5: that man, that person is considered a father of the study that we still practice, even though we know that what he was doing was wrong. We still celebrate him as like the conceiver of like these important types
4: of research. Mm, no, fuck that, man. Protect black woman. Shout out to uh, Henrietta Lacks, rest in peace. <laughs> read, read that book about Henrietta Lacks. Herself is everywhere. They in space. You know what I'm saying? They man, Shout they did all out. kinds of shit, man.
5: Shout out to Henrietta Lacks. For real, I'm sure that's what you wanted.
4: For real, man, Henrietta Lacks, man, the whole family, man, they need billions of dollars, man. Shout out Henrietta Lacks.
5: So I, I, I want to bring up one final thing that I think is really important for us to talk about. And this one actually was, was something that I had never considered before. And certainly in relation to this conversation. When everybody claims that black people somehow have this magical tendon that doesn't exist in white people, one of the things that scientists often point to in its absurdity is the fact that the only research they've ever really done to support this is based on professional athletes. So there's the silliness of suggesting that we could measure any human based off of the physical attributes of LeBron James is insane. That's yes. not a, a regular human being.
4: Do you right, know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's- not fair ever to, like, take somebody like LeBron or, you know, all these basketball players and shit. They're also overcoming tremendous odds. It's not just that they're 6'8", 6'9", 6'10". It's that they have to play at the highest level at every level. And in LeBron's case, have a single mom. Yeah. Having a single mom and, <laughs> and not having your dad around is the biggest indicator for being able to dunk on niggas and... <laughs> And people may be thinking you have an extra leg tendon or definitely having something wrong with you.
5: Sure. Even if he has an extra leg tendon, he has one less dad. And that right. should calculate into his performance.
4: Absolutely. They need to have, you know, missing a dad index instead of all these other indexes. That's, that's exactly the only thing right. that pushes you. That's the only thing that pushes you. You know, what I'm And saying? that's one of the
5: things that scientists say is that there are plenty of examples of people who make it to six, eight, six, nine, who don't become professional athletes or certainly not to the scale of a LeBron James who basically fit his same physical profile. So mm-hmm. the suggestion that all black people somehow share this quality is is absurd and then they go a step further and this part really cracked it open for me is that they say that 90 percent, obviously of black people in america are sort of like a part of like the african slave trade right that like we are the product if nothing else of slaves being brought from africa to america and then put into slavery and that's part of the reason that they claim that this tendon was able to grow or spawn or where it came from whatever whatever but what they never factor in is how many people are truly mixed in their genealogy right, right. that how many of these slave owners raped and mixed with their slaves right. And and created lines of black people who are not in fact entirely black but are very much a part of white history in a certain right.
4: way right Right, they got. They don't even realize like the leg tendon that they're saying black people have is being canceled out by some like slave owner or some accountant back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like That's this right. nigga, you got <laughs> as much accountant genes as you do, like you know, and the accountant genes cancel out the fucking leg tendon genes. Exactly. You know what
5: I'm so th- there's a real possibility y'all are just skipping over the truth because you're jealous of the fact that like some niggas jump higher than you. And that's
4: that. And some niggas also could write off their taxes better than you. That's because right. Because they got them, <laughs> them white accountant jeans. Yeah, I heard something interesting about like light skinned people the other day or Uh-oh. just just in terms <laughs> in New York Times. Oh, that'll
5: make it better. But go ahead. I'm listening. I
4: mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe N- niggas for Trump. Like I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> speaking to the the mixedness and the the rape you're talking about mm-hmm. of black people, slaves. There's uh, this woman's like, you know, I don't have light skin. I have rape colored skin, right? And it's like that was wild because just to be reminded and to be like, there's a reason for this, and then. It was self-segregated for other reasons, you know. Sometimes even in your own home, because my brothers, sure. my brothers are light skinned. and um, you know, we got the same <laughs> mom, different dad. His dad's Dominican, and my dad is Haitian. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> T- growing countries up, countries
5: that get along fine and fine. no history of uh, yeah, violence or anger there.
4: Man, growing up, he had most of the room. Mm. just like the island. <laughs> <laughs> we called it Hispaniola. We are real nerds.
5: And it, you know? and every day somebody would come through and be like, hurricane, motherfucker, and knock all your shit over.
4: <laughs> yeah, and people would be like, man, did you hear what happened on on Dominican Republic? And I'd be like, you mean that side of the room? I can't go on. <laughs> and they're like, nah, the country. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Never heard of that shit. <laughs> what is that?
5: Uh, so, honestly...
4: I don't know. Let's throw
5: it to a break. We're going to throw to on one more break and then we'll be back <laughs> with more Jordan Temple and more my mama told me.
0: Hacks is back for season 3 and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow Paul W Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
5: Yeah, we're back here with more, my mama told me. <laughs> more Jordan Temple. We we are still talking about the possibility that all of these speculations about black people's physicality is mostly rooted in a type of jealousy that white people have had about things that they can and cannot do. And uh, probably tried to do, but just weren't quite as good at.
4: Mm-hmm. Just like everything else. They dusty.
5: They dusty. That, that's the big takeaway is that white people are dusty and uh, they just need to get over it. Just be dusty and be honest about it. All right. So I want to play a game. This is a game that I thought of uh, mostly in relation to this topic. We've spent this entire time talking about this secret tendon that black athletes are supposed to have that makes them jump higher, run faster, all that stuff. What I think would be a good time is us going down a list of famous white athletes and Mm -hmm. for us to speculate what kind of special attribute you think that they might have in their body that makes them so successful at what they do. That makes sense?
6: Mm -hmm.
5: Hell yeah. Okay, the first athlete that I would love for us to discuss is Peyton Manning. Peyton Mm. Manning. Famous Damn. quarterback, football star, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. What would you say makes Peyton Manning special physically? What secret muscle or tendon does Peyton Manning have cooking up in his big old body?
4: Hmm. I don't know. Probably that his fucking face. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> he got disarming, like, ugly, handsome. Uh-huh. You no, know, like, he's definitely not handsome. Not at all. You know, he's disgusting, but he looks like he's like weirdly charming, like the nigga from uh, the Goonies.
5: Yeah. Like he's like,
4: yeah, the (laughs) sloth. He's like sloth.
5: I think you're nailing something because Peyton Manning's got all that extra head, right? Yeah. And I think that some of that extra head is maybe encased with extra bone, if you will, that allows for him to take hits to the head better than the average black person who might be getting hit in the head in football which makes him a more capable quarterback
4: yeah i think so too i think if he was on the field and he was a defensive tackle and instead of trying to line up and tackle him you shot him in the head he would just be like "Hi <laughs> <laughs> right that bullet's bouncing off and he didn't even lose concentration nah not at all
5: it's, all that extra yeah. head Okay, so Peyton Manning's oh, got extra head, and we agree on that. Let's go to another athlete. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, Sean White. Do You know Sean oh, White? Of yeah,
4: he's snowboarding fame. I think the it must be like I'll go back to the face, the freckles. Like mm-hmm. I think freckles also like disarm you. Like they must power you to for niggas to think like you know that you're like a humble person. And, like, clearly he's not. Like, he's just like, yeah, oh, I'm just weak and attacked by the sun. Mm. And then he busts out a 900. You know what I'm saying? I like
5: that. I think that Sean White uses his freckles to put his competitors at a disadvantage, right? Mm -hmm. The sun bounces off the freckles and forces his competitors to be blinded in the snow. And then he gets to go and do all his cool tricks
4: uninterrupted, unblinded. They actually... Absolutely, they actually have strings connected to the ends of them, and they just like pull him closer to the hair. Uh,
5: those freckles were watching God. I get what you're you know saying. I mean? They connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's try a different person. Let's do uh who's a who's a fun one. If we're gonna keep doing uh canceled people, let's do Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. What do you think gave him his special technique, mm. his special powers as an athlete?
4: I think it's probably his <laughs> balls. I think his holds in his, you know, like he survived the testicular cancer, but it's not about that. It's how he can there stay you keep his nuts on the bike. You know what I mean? Like a white man, you know, mm-hmm. populates the world with so much evil and all sure. the evil comes from the white man's balls. <laughs> right. The white man's balls <laughs> are the most evil thing on the planet. And he got testicular cancer, not just because sure. cancer. But because he's an yeah. evil ass white man and it didn't kill him. Like it doesn't kill most white men. I think that's the statistic because most evil comes from white men's balls yep. because white people <laughs> are evil, right? Those testicles I'm listening. drove him. No, listen, brother. Listen. Now I feel like as someone who came from a white man's balls, <laughs> you're not understanding the evil Go ahead. that I'm discussing that lurks within. We Uh have to pause. We have to pause. Sure. We have to pause the real from the fake. And the fake is seeing that a white man winning a bicycle race is just an extension of his evil nutsack laying on a place for an extended period of time naturally because the evil is canceling Mm -hmm. out the pain from the bike seat. Because what's more evil than a white man's balls? Honestly, nothing. (laughs) Definitely not a bike seat. I mean, God bless them. People, yep. testicular cancer is a terrible thing. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the evil of a white man's balls, okay? A white man's nuts land on a bike seat for an extended period of time would give him the power uh-huh. to be the greatest cyclist ever because a white man has all these yep. seeds he spreads around the earth, right? <laughs> we call them <laughs> little white devils. And there's nope. a amount sperm leaking out, right?
5: <laughs> that, I feel like you don't even
4: believe in this anymore. <laughs> You're so is... off track. <laughs> no, I ain't off track. I'm on track, just like Lance Armstrong when he won all the <laughs> Well, that was beautiful.
5: Races. That's called motherfucking <laughs> balls, nigga. You know I think you broke it down. I think, honestly, that. I think that that's a, a pretty clear finishing move. I think by your suggestion, Lance Armstrong losing that ball. Allows for him to sit more comfortably on the seat. And although he can't spread his evil the way that he was before, it does give him an advantage in a bike race. God blocked it. Blocked God his blocked evil, it. but empowered his biking. Mm. That's beautiful. Right. I think right. we did it, Jordan. I think we we nailed everything today. I think everything was covered. Could you tell the people where they could find you? What cool shit you have going
4: on? You could find me on Hinge. Busting it open. Yep. You know, pop the pussy for a real nigga. If you want to find me on Hinge, I'm I'm on Instagram, you know, spreading joy mm-hmm. and love at Jordy Ploy. I'm terrible at Twitter, but no, yeah, no. I'm on Instagram and Hinge. God's
5: a black woman. How far does that meet go down? Jordan Temple, everybody. One more time for him. And as always, you can follow me uh, at Langston Herman on all of the platforms that you so choose. And if you have any drops that you would like to send us artwork, ideas, conspiracy theories that you want to record on your phone and send my way that we could potentially play in an episode, please send those to mymamapod at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe to podcasts and say nice things or mean things. I don't know. I like them all. Either way, this was fun. Bye.